It's the Duffin' Up Podcast. What is going on, Duff Daddies and Duff Mamas? And welcome to an all-new episode of the Duffin' Up Podcast. My name is Brendan Monroe, and coming off an amazing U.S. Open weekend, although honestly it may not have been that amazing, but we're not going to talk about that yet because we got to introduce the greatest podcasters in the world, besides myself, we have on the one, the only, the artist formerly known as Michael Adams, now known as Mikey C. Mikey C, how are we? Brandon Brian, Timbo, you're out there. It's good to be here. It's good to be back, following through, you know, back-to-back weeks, showing up, getting in here. Boy, do I love golf. Um, just got the itch right now and wish there were more majors to be had, but there's only one left which is sad um but boy we had a a fun tourney and Wyndham Clark tipped the cat you know you you went out there and you won it and uh kudos kid boy he he sure did and that and that's the thing we got to go through right like it's not that anyone lost it this time around it's that Wyndham Clark went out and just put his you know Put put his manhood right on the line and went out and won it right there. Uh, of course, do we have on the man that can absolutely bomb it a mile down the fairway, most of the time in the fairway, sometimes in the rough. Sometimes he pulls a me and puts it into a tree or into a person's house, but most of the time, we're right down the fairway. We got Brian O'Reilly on the pod tonight, too. We got Bry Guy, the big bomber here. Bry, how we doing? Just so great. (laughs) Morale's high. Uh, I would like to, uh, I know you kind of allude to it, but uh, most of the time in the rough. um, (laughs) I said most of the time in the fairway. I know. I know. I just say I'm correct. I was giving you credit. (laughs) Yeah. Anyone can log on to the USGA gin and see that I'm putting in the rough. That I'm not exactly a low hand. Yeah, Brennan, stop hyping us up, kid. I mean, we, we, we want to come out of nowhere. We don't want to be those guys expecting to show up because we're not those kinds of back to back weeks. You got Bry guy on a, I mean, he's com- coming in on the first tee, you know, just shaking in his boots. Shaking, <laughs> absolutely shaking. I'd be lucky to hit it in the, the rough. It's it's tree line, right or left. But, oh. uh, no, Brian guy's out here pooping his pants on the first tee because I'm I'm trying right. to tell him how great he is. This is yeah. what happens. Yeah, the bar is set way too high. Appreciate it, but uh, I'm here. I'm here, and uh, we're living. We got boys out here who golf. You know, we I feel like we've been trying to get out on the golf course all lately. Not together, unfortunately, but you know, it's it's that time of season. It's the longest day of the year. We're filming on June 21. It's you know longest amount of daylight and go take advantage of it you know i just so fortunate down the road have a little little golf course that i can just hop out onto just just played just played two tree holes and uh boy it just that's all you need in in one day is is a couple holes just to to tickle the fancy and bring you back and just get you get you jacked up Boy, nothing wrong with a couple. Nothing wrong with a couple two tree holes down at uh down down at the Agawam. Down yonder, down yonder, down, down yonder here. at the course that shall <laughs> that shall not be named. Down yonder. No, it, God, God bless them. They they wrap up when it's uh, almost dusk time. Nobody out there. I I scared off a wolf or a coyote or something that was definitely uh, a coyote. You wouldn't scare a wolf. <laughs> definitely a coyote. <laughs> not a wolf. Coyote. Or uh, or a it was bigger than one of those might have been a tiger yeah. honestly might have been saw a tiger at the zoo, Capron Park Zoo today so Ooh. didn't didn't look too similar did, did you bring <laughs> did you bring your uh did you bring your head cover and were you just like wait a minute <laughs> dude I don't <laughs> I don't know where that head cover is anymore I think I might wow have... what Brian has one right I do yeah no, right here, I, that's not Frankie's mine always... right? no Frankie's always here I love it. I lost, I think you I should have named him Eldrick. That would have been funny. Yeah, no, he, he's Eldrick. <laughs> <laughs> he's Eldrick now. No, he he's is. now. He's no longer Frankie. He's now Eldrick. Yeah. Oh right? man, boys! Brandon. I know. Unfortunately, yeah. our man Tiger was not 
in the field this week, but we do have to talk about, you know, a pretty great, normally, I would consider it a great tournament, um, but for some reason, I don't know how you guys feel about it, and I think we're going to get into it a little bit. It just felt a little a little off at LACC. As I wear the hat, shout out to wow. Aiden that. McCarthy and John McCarthy, who were at, on site at LACC this weekend, bought me a hat, brought it home, gave it to me. And now I'm about to, you know, crap all over the tournament. So <laughs> I, I was wondering where that came from because I got my my last year's U.S. Open hat rep. What a better hat! I wish I had mine out right now. What a better hat! I wish we had our man Timbo here because I would love to go to the course first because I feel like it was jacked up. Like people were proclaiming it to be, you know, on par with St Andrews and like just the angle of attack and you know how you had to be positioned out there. And I mean, they went and shot 62 under Ricky and Xander day one didn't hold up, you know, two, three, and four of those two. But I mean, the golf course did hold up like it held up, but it was wide. The fairways were very wide. So, you know, it really wasn't typical U S open where you had to be pinpoint accurate. Like you saw, you saw Wyndham on, on a, a late hole on a shorter hole. You're just aiming it way left over some trees and not really caring if it, Kind of like you saw Bryson at Wingfoot, but it wasn't to that. You know, I thought LACC was it was a cool course. I just maybe expected it to be a little a notch a notch further, go a notch further. I don't know about you guys. Raga, you want to take it? No, I I, I absolutely agree. I mean, I um, was pretty pretty tied up for the majority of the weekend, and uh, so I really only was able to tune in like sit down and actually watch on, on Sunday. Um, but like, obviously Twitter and, and the golf Twitter or any social media, um, what was, was knocking it a big time saying like the, the, the least amount of tickets sold or whatever. Yeah. And like, it not it feeling, I saw a good comparison. It felt like a, uh, COVID map, like major yeah, tournament exactly, where they were dude. not as packed. Like you didn't even know people were there for the most part. No. Um, which like, sucked. People, and yeah, you kind of, you didn't really realize it on TV, like too, too much. Like it wasn't got, didn't ever get too, too loud. Mm. Um, but, but something I always, like I kept hearing them, like, like the course, like, like, uh, like uh, I know a lot of good, great courses uh, when, when they're holding a tournament or whatever, the, the, the coverage is really focusing in and, and mentioning like certain holes or like really cool function features. I felt like uh, it kept the, uh, one of the main talking points that kept getting brought up was, the 14th or 15th tee box and uh, reading the Playboy Mansion and like being like, okay, you can, you can hear the monkeys. And it's like, it's coming from Hugh Hefner's like Playboy Mansion. And it just like kept doing that. And I'm like, yeah, that's a cool tidbit. But I like, that's like, if that's what you're really bragging about. (laughs) How many times did they say that? So how many, how many how many times did they say marine layer? I mean, if marine I, layer too. Yeah, goddamn fog. marine layer. Fucking that fog. goddamn marine layer. We needed like freaking Cheech and Chong out there to burn that thing to the ground. Oh my <laughs> god, I can ne- I never want to hear about a marine layer ever again. Like I'm done. I'm done with marine layers. Brandon, you might know the facts on the U.S. Open, like a total attendance at last year's Country Club at Brookline, like numbers wise. Oh yeah. Get ready. And, and the imagine and the, the percentage of people that, you yep. know, were tick gifted tickets, LACC members, like who, who was, Oh yeah. I mean, kind of like, kind of like masters. Can't field. wait to tell you. you oh yeah. Oh yeah. Jump oh, yeah. On. I'm just a fish. I'm just a fish out of water. Throw the, <laughs> throw the line. Yeah. And to your next commercial break. <laughs> are, we, are we playing through yet? Are we playing through? <laughs> yeah, yeah. All right. Come on through. Come on through. Which I will. So before we get into that, I will give the USDA a lot of credit for what they did with the final hour, uh, having it commercial free. Yeah. Great job on their part. They finally learned. Like, finally. We finally learned something to make the last hour of golf commercial free and just get a big sponsor to pay you a million bucks. So you don't have to go out and get commercials. It's not that hard people. It's not that hard, but anyways, um, we do have stats last year versus this year, because as everyone knows here, me, Brian and Timmy, not all together, but we were at the open. We were at the U S open for, for a couple days. Um, they sold for the U S open in Brookline. They sold 40,000 tickets a day. 
Yeah, that's twice as much, right? For the U.S. Open and LACC, they sold 23,000 tickets a day. I believe, I believe half of the tickets sold at Brookline were grounds passes. So that's 20,000 tickets. In total for each day, 9,000 tickets at LACC were grounds passes. And a rumor that is not 100% confirmed, but is kind of confirmed. Between three and five thousand grounds passes a day have been pre-bought by LACC members to keep the attendance down. Yeah. So for everyone saying last year that they or the last couple of years that they thought Brookline was going to be the snootiest place in the world, let me bring you LACC. LACC is everything that's wrong with golf. That is everything that is wrong with what we want in golf. They are snooty. They are rich assholes. They only want a certain amount of people at their course. If you've read their rules, you have to play in pants. We'll play in pants, LACC. If you want us to come, we'll play in pants still. Yeah. No, you know, no, you know what, Mikey? A, a Brendan might jacket. say no, yeah. but, but Brendan's out. Brendan, you. I'm making a stand. I'll be. I'm, I'm, scu- st- I'm in scuba gear. Don't get me wrong. I'm. Duffing up's not going. Duffing up can't go. Restriction. Duffing up can go. <laughs> I mean, we we literally announced if the Live Tour gave us like fifty thousand dollars, we would have changed the name from the Duffing Up Podcast to the Live Tour Podcast so quick. So we are. If they gave us five bucks, yeah, it, we are a hundred percent for sale, baby. We are a yeah. hot like we. Funny, you're like, on. I believe I know what you're saying though. You're uh, on, you're, you're on the right train, and I'm on board. It's it is a lot of what's wrong with with how things are done. Absolutely. I mean. Like, how do you do, like, everyone was saying going into it that it was going to be a little bit more, you know, that LA feel, that like corporate feeling, that ritzy feeling. And I'm sitting there and I'm like, we just came off of like Brooklyn, like, which everyone thought was going to have that feeling. And it was the polar opposite. I mean, there were people standing on rocks because they couldn't walk. Like I was standing at the that sixth hole yeah. and we were standing <laughs> on top of, of boulders. Oh, in order to watch. 18th hole. I was on the, on the rock wall. I was on. Oh rock. yeah. Yeah. And you, got, almost, you guys, are the ones, you guys yeah. are the ones that are the quietest when they're hitting and the loudest when something goes down and the guys in the fucking corporate boxes, like they're moving when got like the first putter makes it in a group and they're all like moving or just shake, like oh, having yeah. a conversation. And it's like, dude, your corporate box is on top of the green. And this guy's trying to make a putt to make $200,000. Like shut the fuck up. <laughs> it's it, brutal. No, seriously. But it, it's, it, and that, and that's the thing is like the people that are, that are with the grounds tickets are, are the ones that actually want to be there <laughs> because we're the ones walking the course. We're yeah. the ones. We're the ones actually uh, we're the ones going out and buying the tickets instead of the ones that are buying the tickets and then selling it probably for more fucking money or just like giving it to grandkids and, and yeah. mom and whoever, whoever. And it I will say bad. at the it end when Dan bad. Hicks was like, uh, all of LA is circled around this green and they did the, the shootout and it, and it looked yeah. like a lit, it looked, it literally looked like, yeah, it looked, it looked awful. Like there yeah, were more people at the RBC heritage final yes. round than there were like, it that was looked. an unreal. Co- that was an unreal comment, Brendan. Yeah. Oh, it looks so bad. So like, I thought I did think find it cool. The though, Canadian Open, the Canadian like, Open, eighteen green looked better than the U.S. Open last week. Wait, yes. what are we doing? I I thought it was cool because like the just the eighteen uh, at LACC being so like um, open. Oh, it's a beautiful people, hole. That, a beautiful oh, just, hole. Just like with everyone swarming, it was kind of cool to see. It looked different than like, I mean, I know you, Brendan, you were part of it at Brookline. Like you had, you were only yeah, like, was. you were only limited to like the fairway, like running up the fairway, as opposed to like LACC was all around because of the, they weren't restricted by a lot. And of remember at Brookline, there. they wouldn't let us go all the way up to the green yeah. because they were planning for a playoff because both yeah. Zalatoris and Fitzy had stuck it. Yeah. So they were kind of planning like, oh shit, like Fitzy's up by one, but like Zalatoris only has 10 feet. Meanwhile, right. everyone forgot for a second, Will Zalatoris can't putt. So, oh. Yeah, yeah, no, exactly. It's true. It's like they were preparing to have to clear people off that. <laughs> and yeah. they, they they already did. Like I was legitimately like walking up the fairway and like Matt Fitzpatrick and Will Zalatoris were like surrounded 
by people. And it was like, I mean, Billy Foster was just being like, just don't fucking touch him. Like, that's what he just kept saying. He was like, just don't touch him. Like, just don't touch him. Just leave him alone. And like, no one was doing it. But like, I would say that like when Dan Hicks said that, like, and you know, a zinger's there too. And it's just like anything that a zinger says, it's just like, Oh, zinger. Oh, zinger. It's just like, all right, Dan, like calm down. Like, can we get, can we get Tariko on this call, please? Like, can we do something else? Um, but I, I just felt, you know, even last year at Brookline, like Joel Damon goes out the first day and shoots five under. And a lot of people, a lot of people did say like, uh-oh, like what's going to happen? You know what I mean? And then everyone came back. The same thing kind of happened this week, but at the same time it didn't, you know what I mean? Cause it never felt like. No, they didn't come back. Like people caught up more. Like Scotty Scheffler caught up. Rory caught up. You know, Xander fell back a little bit. Wyndham Clark caught up. Like it wasn't really a falling back like we usually see in a US Open where everyone kind of falls back to that point. Um wasn't a ton of wasn't a ton of carnage, but you know, did see some whiffs, which was awesome to see like three whiffs. Like I'm I watched a lot of golf this weekend, but when you see Rory and Wyndham and let's just say who, who's whiffing and, wh- and like, what was the situation? They, uh, they take like the, the Xander rough, bunkers. That the was brutal. Oh, the Xander oh, bunkers. So it was like bunkers, rough, rough, rough uh, around the green. Cause they try Like you try you're, you're six feet or two feet off the, you know, green. And all you need to do is like land the ball on like the green, like right where the green starts, like to yeah. have the ball roll out. Cause it's, it, it did get firm Saturday and Sunday. Yeah. And, Cause uh, of the go- goddamn marine layer went away, marine layer <laughs> but it was, it was, the greens were pure. I mean, the golf course was, was a good fucking golf course. Don't get me wrong. It was oh, no. wide fairways and not, not enough people on it. Um, and I think that's where people are getting it not wrong, but I think that's where it's coming off of as like, I don't think people are saying, I I think some people are saying like LACC is not a good course. It's like, that's just false. It's a top 10 country club in America. And it, and it will be probably forever. Like it's an amazing, like that course is amazing. Love seeing the 87 or nine yard par, par three. Oh, that that was great. And then follow, you know, then you had the 290 yard par five or par three, and then the 260 par three. And I'm like, all right, calm down. Now, but, you know, but do you think good enough to host another U.S. Open or, or, or it's not a U.S. Open event. It's not a U.S. Open style course. A U.S. Oh. Open style course needs to be very, it, it needs to be not beautiful. Like it, it needs to be what Wingfoot and Shinny and Shinnecock Hills are. They're beautiful courses. Yes, I will give you that. But they are so narrow. They are so difficult. The grass grows like crazy. Those greens are small. They can roll them into freaking, I I was going to say into Bolivian. Shout out, shout out Barstool with that, you know, but they can roll those and get a crazy stamp off of them. Like you need that. Like, I don't, you know, I, I, I get that. Like, LACC used to be a plotter's course, but like what happens when you have Wyndham Clark, who's not even considered a huge driver of the ball, hitting it out there 310 every time? Like okay. it, it takes okay. away the whole thing. Th- that's why you need the narrowing. Like you need yeah. that. You, you, I don't care if you have it's long, but it's big fairways. Like that's what the British Open's for. That's what that, and, and they also get gale force wins. You're not going to get that at LACC. Like that's what they, they, they didn't get the mother nature behind it. So the course wasn't difficult. Though the open, they often have Marine layer. <laughs> well, they just have constant Marine. Layer. <laughs> <laughs> they live in a state of Marine layer. And then they also I've have never heard, never heard it. Go 50 miles an hour. Like we, the LACC is never going to have that. They need to say Marine layer every fuck every week now. Cause it's, I mean, it's just, I'm going to say it. I'm going to go, I'm going to go out to a local muni and just say, it, and they're going to be like, we are nowhere near the, like imagine if a kid in the Iowa wa- saying it right the now. Water, if you're near the water and it's gray Marine layer. Oh, imagine like a kid in like Iowa or Oklahoma, just being like, yeah, you know, the Marine layer is crazy. Right <laughs> and if you're fortunate enough to be playing a golf course near the ocean or near the water, you're fortunate enough. 
So. You are very fortunate, and, <laughs> and you're going to have to deal with that marine layer. That's all that – but – Comes back to LACC 2039, so, you know, when we uh, – is, is that declared? That's, that's Yeah, no, that was declared yeah. before the Open. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and what I like, what I noticed that uh, on the in the broadcast, they mentioned how how far in they brought in the actual fairways. Like it would show the what it, the fairway normally is, but they let it grow out to make it much narrower. I don't know if you you caught that or. Didn't I mean, they up. didn't make it narrow enough. They needed, <laughs> yeah. yeah. They they even did because they uh it was one of the one of the, the the last groups was was hitting in the rough, and it showed like the the fairway obviously and the rough, but then like there was a patch of the fairway that was much green or patch of the rough that was much greener that took the shape of the actual fair like how it normally is but they grew it in a good amount you'll probably be able to find that a picture of that it just shows that it was clearly was a fairway but it, it was rough length so yeah uh, it, it's just it's interesting that so um that's that's wild that they can they so when it is declared like would you say 2039 is that when they, i mean they can t- the usga can do whatever it wants but like the usga was kind of honking their own their own horn at the end too. They were saying how amazing like LACC was. I'm like, you guys got, they probably got some good money. <laughs> they probably got good money, but then like, honestly, it, it's just bad. Like it's bad publicity right now though. Yeah. Yeah. Well, like they I'm are good. so lucky that it's at Pinehurst next year. What, what, what it looks like. I'm good. I'm good for it to come back as long as they let more people in. I mean, come on. Yeah. Like yeah. that is my thing right now. And I think I have a pretty hot take about it. I, I don't, think any new course that goes into the u.s open rota or whatever they're gonna call i know they call the the open they call it the rota the u.s open rotation no new course should be a private private country like a private country club it should be like beth page i mean shenacock isn't that but you know it should be like a course that like it should be a public course that, so that even even like amateurs that are qualified in the U.S. Open should be able to play beforehand. Yes, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I absolutely. We're agree. probably going to run out of golf courses, and we want to make room for new ones too, right? That's what I'm saying. Like, I, obviously, you keep Brookline in, you keep like Shinnecock, Oakmont, all of these like historic courses in. But like, if you're gonna throw in like LACC, and it LA? blows up in your face, like it kind of did. No, it wasn't. Um, it needed more people. <laughs> it needed more. It people. needed more everything, though, Mike. Like Wyndham Clark on eighteen. Wyndham Clark won that tournament. He didn't. He didn't fall through. It was a hard, eleven under was the winning score. That's over four, over four days for these guys. That's. I you know, I agree, Mike. I agree. But what I'm saying is, his eighteenth hole tee shot at any other U.S. Open course, that thing is in the woods. That thing is out of bounds. That thing is is somewhere nasty. And at LACC, it's in the fairway. Yeah. And like you he, could even he hear them some, saying he, breaks. On... he definitely caught some breaks. He pulled some shots left because he played that swingy left to right swoop and cut cut or hook. Uh, yeah. Not hook. Flare, fair, <laughs> whatever. Are you okay? <laughs> you, you okay? <laughs> Fade, fucking. He did, he did something. Fade. <laughs> yeah. Slice. No, but I mean, you can't call a winner of a, you know, U.S. Open a, a, a slicer off the team. I but mean, that was a big old power control. fade on eighteen. That's for sure. Thoughts, overall thoughts on on him being a major winner, winning the U.S. Open. You guys he like won it. Him? I mean, no, but for, do you do you like it? Are you happy he won? Or are you disappointed? Do you wish someone else? I'm I'm more disappointed that it's just like it's it's again like Rory just didn't pull through like I think that's why I'm like he's he's once again finishing in second place in a goddamn major but I have to know I did feel Rory actually put up a fight there and compared to like the the open last year where like he wasn't he was leaving every putt short yeah like and, and obviously Cam Smith walked away with it but like he at least Rory this this time around was actually putting putting it and it was going beyond the hole like he wasn't leaving every like he wasn't playing as conservative as as he seemed so it was awesome to see Rory like actually look like he tr- I know he was trying but both times but it, like it felt like he actually like wanted it more than more than anything I'm I'm totally totally accepting and happy the way everything turned out Rory like you said Brian he he didn't falter he you know battled he just ran out of holes 
he ran out of holes. He didn't like he didn't make anything, but he you know he just did what he had to do and and kind of hoped Wyndham made a made a hiccup and Wyndham didn't you know and he just he just did what he had to do made his made his putts and you know when a when a golf I I freaking love those majors I really just get like and I was rooting for stories Rory so hard like I wanted Rory to win so effing bad like mm-hmm. Saturday night like I'm excited for the next day like it's like I have a tea time like I'm ready to go <laughs> like Rory has a chance to win a major and you know just kind of jump back on into the swing of things and and write his uh his ship here but there's nothing like it you see that when rory's when rory's walking confident rory's walking confident and like it's fun to watch that like it's it is it's different and he uh you know like he said he's just going to keep showing up to these things and he was he had a positive it's not like he was like oh i could have done this like he he knew he was beat and just didn't make any putts and um i don't know i just get like when Wyndham Wyndham comes off and like just looks at like I just get a tear in my eye. I literally do mm-hmm. like tear. I just love sports and competition and watching that stuff so much. And I know they they made it a lot about Wyndham's family and mom and her passing mm-hmm. ten years ago. And um, like that that obviously is like something I can't even imagine or like can't put myself in his shoes at all. So uh, it just like he I don't think he was like just again you can't really judge anyone by by the moment that interview like he 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 was like overcome in the moment he didn't like articulate himself too well and I never do either so like why am I being critical but he was like just like taken aback and I was just like oh, very happy for him very happy I mean it's it's just wild I mean his only other win was a couple of weeks ago at uh at the what was it the uh not the waste management but wells fargo like he just won recently and so like having it uh, like you're one in number one and two win on tour and one of those being a major uh is i can't even wrap my head around like even just fathoming that and like and it was cool like um i think it was azinger or, or, or someone in the booth mentioned that uh the only other like rory the only person to win the Wells Fargo and then the U.S. Open uh, in recent years was uh, R- uh, Rory. He was the only one to do that. Right. Like it's just like crazy. Like just to see like won the won the Wells Fargo and then went on to win the U.S. Open. Like within a couple of weeks of each other, Rory Rory did that back in the day and and Wyndham Wyndham just did it. So it's like I don't know. It, it's it's crazy. I mean, I'm sure uh, you and I will never get to that point in our golf career um even it's if it's just it even hurts. if it's just win our i mean our major now is the nathan parker classic and that's, uh, that's a scramble so like imagine winning that and then winning something else another scramble tournament that we do like we would be ecstatic and that's not even close to what he just went through so um and and just with all his emotional thing with his family and stuff and winning it um yeah i can't even articulate how i would articulate that right <laughs> I, I had Juneteenth off, so I had Monday off following the tournament. I went to Heather early with my dad. Um, good to be back at Heather. Played the North Course, shot my typical 43. You know, I feel like I'm such a more experienced, better golfer right now. But, you know, you just go out and you shoot the score. You always shoot there. It's just, that's golf. Um, came home, worked my tail off in the yard, and I'm just, like, doing a lot of, like, moving of dirt and grass. And I'm um, thinking to myself, I'm like, what the fuck's Wyndham Clark doing today? And he like, when Brian, you're like, it's like, must be so cool to obviously win, win a major and have like all that money and all that, like just built up yeah, happiness in, in a, a follow-up day uh, on, on Monday, which he probably was busy as hell and uh, <laughs> couldn't enjoy it, but hopefully he's enjoying it now. And um, I'd, I'd be pulling into Heather the next day, Heather Hill. <laughs> <laughs> right. Right. I, I'd be uh, doing the same thing the course and uh, make it make it a make it a, a premier spot but yeah no it's absolutely insane and and uh Brent, i don't know how much more you want to break into it but um, yeah i i don't know i feel like this is kind of like olympic club 2.0 in web since and one like i'm just gonna be forgettable <laughs> I, yeah i well, that's a decent compare like like what, honestly like the like most club, though? what you don't like olympic club that much I actually thought Olympic Club was a great course, but it's the guy who won it. 
like that that was the problem with that one like webb simpson is just very forgettable yeah like i don't know if wyndham clark is i think this is going to be more about the course but let's be honest if it was just and as much as i love them if it was wyndham and xander in that last group instead of wyndham and ricky and like when and rory and ricky weren't really in contention how much are we talking about this u.s open yeah like no, not I, much not the sexy guy didn't win but brandon i think you know i don't mind wyndham clark wyndham, too. like wyndham I will never player. i'm so he'll happy never, he's around he'll never ever forget and nope. you might you might but he, he won't, won't. Nope. will he win another major Will he, he might? He's 29, right? I mean, he's about to he's gonna make he's gonna be on the Ryder Cup team this year. He has two wins this he's gonna make the Ryder Cup team. I Love hope that. Wyndham makes it on he makes it unforgettable for you, Brendan. You know? I, wait, Brian, <laughs> did you just say he this you is don't the think first so? of like six in a row, Brendan? Yeah. Brian, did you just think say you don't think he gets on the Ryder Cup team? No, 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 no. I said that'd be awesome. That's no, he good. I mean he's he's almost guaranteed a spot. That's awesome. Like That's, he's he's that. He's the third. He he's 13th in the OWGR. I think his Ryder Cup points are probably massive now that he won the U.S. Open. Um, you know, on that side, like I I, I think it's great, but I, I'm just like, I I don't know. I I I'm just not a. I, it was it was just a forgettable U.S. Open for me. I didn't. It like happened. The, la- it happened. It recapped last Sunday. I, it's classic. You already you already deem it forgettable. I know. I know. Well, well, my thing is always, um, like, even just, like, probably because I, w- I was at the U.S. Open last year and, and this year, too, is when when someone like Matt Fitzpatrick wins for the first time or Wyndham Clark wins for the first time, um, I'm always, like, I really hope he wins a lot more because, like, I, I like, want to be able to be, like, oh, I saw his first of many majors versus, like, who won it that year? I forget. Like, a, just like kind of a, a name that's like never really. Yeah, it's like a Y.E. Yang, you know, right. guys want, like that. Yeah, I want people, I want like players building their resume. They're like just w- winning like multiple majors. Like I, I want Brooks, guys who have already won a, a few. And I'm like, I want them to keep going because yeah. I think it has to do with like the Tiger effect too, in, in a way where being like, it's sweet to watch someone so dominant, right. like collecting all, all those those majors, those, those tournament wins. And I mean, it's, it's tough to, because the, the, the league is so saturated and, and ever, there's so many good golfers now that it's anybody's game and no one will be as dominant as, as Tiger was in a small year span. But um, I want, I want that to be the case. So I want Wyndham to go off and just be as dominant and if not more dominant than Tiger, because I like, I just want to see a resume career and that, because that's, that's just me want to be like oh i was alive during this span and like i watched this as opposed to oh yeah like i saw 20 different guys win the u.s open throughout my me watching golf um, we may have to cu- we may have to cut that part you saying think, that you want him to be more t- more you want him to I win do more than i tiger. want i want to see a new tiger i want to be re-entertained like i just want to like see i think kind of that dominance i just don't think it's wyndham clark though i think i think there might i think it doesn't maybe have to be in the young. upcoming generation there might be a guy like that but I just don't see it as him. Well, I want him or literally anybody to do it. But Mikey, what do you got to say? Sorry. No, 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 no. I, I, th- I love that. And it just kind of made me think like a guy that we were rooting for that had a chance to really like put a good stamp on his career and like really solidify being a good effing golfer is Ricky Fowler, you know, yep. like yeah. had the opportunity to not obviously put himself in the names of, you know, Tiger, Rory, or Brooks, or, you know, any golfer of that stature, but. But he'd get uh, one. He wouldn't be this version's Colin Montgomery, you know? Like, he would have gotten his, and that's great. I think it would have been awesome, and it just came. So close. You can't can't win 18 without winning one. (laughs) I will say, though, I I know you guys remember it, too. I think it was back in either 2014 or 2015 where Ricky finished top five in every single major and 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 people were just like all right like he's he's gonna do it this year i don't know if he's gonna do it this year but ricky's ricky's back like he's he's playing some amazing golf mm-hmm. yeah. like he's i really hope he pulls through i don't if it came down to him versus rory that would be a brutal yeah I brutal think I rooting for rory, but it would have been tough 
I, I just feel like when I was watching some Saturday, you know, live from the U.S. Open and Brando Chambly, like saying how Ricky's got to get luck from, you know, Wyndham and luck from Rory, like both, you know, putting a bad stroke on it, costing him a few shots or whatever. Like, I'm like, Brandel, I, I appreciate a lot of the stuff that you say. I like listening to you. I know a lot of people don't, but like, he's knowledgeable. He's, he, he's a historian. He, he knows golf. So I, I can definitely listen to him, but I'm like, Ricky, Ricky can go out and win. Like, it's not like Ricky, Ricky's game. He went and shot a 62 on the first day. Like, I know, I know Sunday golf is different than Thursday, but like, shut up. <laughs> yeah. Randall's just been having a bad couple of weeks. Let's, let's just let him be. <laughs> Yeah, he's been he's he's been having a rough couple of weeks so far. You just you just when you watch a lot of that stuff, you just realize even like just two guys sitting across from each other, like him and Paul uh, McGinley. Paul McGinley, what a what an I love him. I uh, he's love him too. Yeah, and they're good. Like they just they say different things just to say different things because they can easily disagree and like keep moving the show forward. Like it's nice to they're ones from Europe, ones from the U.S., so they're. They disagree on a lot of shit anyways, just like anyone, any, any human, but yeah, I don't Boy, know. Did, yeah. It, I mean, it, it was, it was enjoyable to watch again. I, I just, I, I can't put this up there with like last year with Brookline. Like I can't put it up there with some of the, you know, memorable, like DJ winning, you know, I, I can't, I can't put it up there. I just can't, but that's me. Anyways, moving on. Moving on. Good, good tourney. Wyndham tip the cap, and uh, you know Brendan. I think Brendan and Wyndham are gonna be friends one day. Maybe you never know. Maybe. And and I only will if he uh, gets to Tiger level dominance. Oh, I know, right? <laughs> Imagine that. But what we gotta do, boys? We haven't done this in a bit because we've been on on we've been on. Some hiatus, we, you know, we, we've taken a couple breaks, um, but we got some bogeys for the boys and girls right now. We've got a pretty big, I mean, you know, maybe not a major, maybe not an enormous segment, but we've been playing in a couple tournaments. Rye Guy and I were lucky to head out to San Jose, California to play in the Odin and Say Par Shindig. And boy, was that an event. I mean the weekend, just the overall weekend, absolutely fantastic, Brian. What? What? I I know you agree, but what would you say? No, I mean I think it was it, it the bar was set so high based off of Odin when Jordan and put put it on with the safe two safe park golf guys, uh, Derek and Dom, two <laughs> our roommates uh, as we shared an Airbnb <laughs> with them. So our roomies roomies over at Safe Park, and of course can't forget about laid back Luke. Cannot forget, forget about, about yeah. He was he, we we were roommates. He was legitimately he was your roommate, Brian. We, we were bunk mates. Yeah, <laughs> I was top bunk. He was bottom bunk. Um, but no, it was the bar was set high. Just knowing those those guys who put it on, and and then it exceeded expectations and more because it really was just um, it was just an awesome time, well orchestrated. I mean, anything. And Brendan's uh, Brendan look at this merch. Yeah, look, look at, at this merch. merch. Oh, yep. it's unbelievable. It was just, I don't know. I just like, I'm, I've still been like riding high, reflecting on it. Like the people that I met um, and, and just the, uh, the, just the, the times that were had, the people were so nice and all that. I mean, yeah, the, the only issue was that it it was a, a longer round than expected based off of just the courses, like the course that put it on and um, scheduled with another tournament. So it did turn into a, a six plus hour round. Um, but I had nowhere to be. I was on vacation. So six and I, a I half felt, hours. That uh, yeah. was, that was brutal. Yeah. It was, it was pretty tough in that, but like that, if that's the only thing that w was a big issue, then that's an awesome tournament. I mean, that's yeah. beyond their control and it was just awesome. I think just everybody that I met, um, the uh, sucker pin society beard and, and his wife, Juju were some of the, the nicest people that I've ever met and I look forward to connecting with them again as well. Um, and, and just, we saw Nelson from tacos at the turn. Awesome dude as well. Um, and uh, it was just great. I mean, overall, and you could see these, this cool flag that we were given that shout out caddy flags. Um, but I, I loved it. I mean, 
it was a good good a good time there for sure yeah absolutely i mean luke from backblast golf we we roomed with him that was a great time met a bunch of guys who i i you know we've had discussions with on on twitter on 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 instagram and and everything like that you know we had a uh, ralph from los golferos nelson from talk about the turn who we've had the, on the pod beard who we will have on the pod yeah and oh, uh, luke as well oh and, and patty ice and shout out patty, Pat, ice. patty ice she, what, uh, what a human patty callahan oh awesome. she was great she's yeah she's awesome she was great and then you know i mean we also met a bunch of other guys too i i know i'm probably missing some but we met the golf fatos guys hopped on like you know everyone was so they were just you know at one point there was a backlog of i think it was about five groups Bry guy wouldn't you say on yeah, one, yeah, on one was, T-box. Yep, yep. I was on five oh. groups on one T-box. Five yeah. groups on one oh, T-box. Brendan and I had Brendan and I had time to go uh, drive back literally to the yeah. and, and and get some beers at the bar because there was no car girl. That was a huge oversight. Yeah, as well. no car girl, no car girl. I, Brutal. I saw five five groups ahead of us. We're like we're going to the the pub and we're grabbing yeah. beers and bringing them back out. Dude, how uh, many uh, did you buy? Brendan and we Paul, bought like, six, six Modellos and they were tall boys. So Massive Modellos. He was handing he was handing them out. To, to people because like we're like friend we have three holes left yeah i know so I, I, the, I ended up some of the golf fatos guys and then yeah, yeah we yeah. just roll with it dude it was fun i was like it's modelo time i did yeah. that yeah <laughs> they yeah, laughed their ass off when i did that oh, i was boy, like oh yeah. boy yeah he's a cool guy with cool <laughs> within our group uh big oh, yeah. sh- you know shout out big choke who we met at, at the after party he was a great yeah. guy too Mm-hmm. um really cool stuff that they're that they're doing as well um you know around the peninsula there so that that's it's really cool just to like me and and i know mo- a lot of the guys were california based but it was so cool to just be able to meet a lot of these guys hopefully we can do it again um you know they're talking about doing the shindig uh somewhere else next year which would be cool to see another part of the country but at the same time i did really like going to san you know i liked where we were in the bay area it was very pretty uh yeah. and of course a huge shout out to my boy alec and nate uh they yeah. played with us alec almost destroyed almost pulled a tony finau and destroyed his yeah, ankle as has his ankle hole. yeah mike uh like one of, they had a lot of ground squirrels and there were holes all over the course and i think i told you he uh, Just, uh alec was uh it was literally the last putt of but on on our our 18th hole and he was <laughs> just going in going in and uh hit that hit that hole and he literally tony female's ankle popped out and he popped it back in and he was just like no yeah, way. yeah. down was, like a he's gonna, he gonna come out with us after, he was gonna come come to the after party and then he was just like he was yeah, like too much pain go home. <laughs> i was like that's so valid i'd be happy oh. on a stretcher right now yeah. <laughs> he went to, when i say he went down like a sack of potatoes he went down he's a big guy he's tall yeah he's six five and he like literally sack of potatoes like just boom yeah. yeah that's the worst oh man i felt so bad but he's okay we've checked in he's good he's okay he's feeling better check in on that guy but but yeah no definitely want to thank derek dom and and jordan as well um i was lucky enough to play with derek dom and beard um at half moon bay the day before too and bra guy came and joined us for lunch oh yeah that was a treat that was an absolute joy like i i that was an absolute joy i was so happy we did that because played the ocean course there honestly yeah. if the trip would have ended after that i would have been sad but at the same time i would have been like this this is complete yeah. like yeah. my life is complete You're like that's all that's all you need that's all i needed that's all i needed and it was it was absolutely that's, wonderful that's that'll, so, probably, that'll be just half moon bay probably probably your top five courses that you've played ever <laughs> oh yeah right up there with lacc right guys <laughs> did you just book did you book that tea time like day day in advance or what oh no we booked it like two months in advance oh, oh yeah it's 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 a lot more available than it even, is it is even like tpc harding park where like i was trying to play too they had an event the day i was trying to play it's like if you if you get out there a lot of them don't let you book until like a month in advance but yeah you can get out it's Torrey pines is the same way like you know you can you can only book tory pine you can only book tory pines like five days in advance mm. unless you play the north course if you're playing the south course it's like or it's a major upcharge like if you book it over 14 days in advance it's like a hundred dollar upcharge our upcharge was only 10 bucks which was cool mm. 
So that was nice. But yeah, um, put it on my American Airlines miles card. Yeah. So basically yeah. paid for, you know, going to pay for a flight. So who knows? Um, but it was great. It was great. Had such a good time there. And then I actually ended up playing in two tournaments as well over the past couple of weeks. One with uh, our friends, the Cape Cod golf guys, Jared and Adam. Shout out, shout out Mikey C for uh, unfortunately missing missing that one, even though his former high school basketball coach is one of the Cape Cod golf guys. Oh, haven't, con- oh. haven't, connected, haven't connected with Adam and those guys, but uh, yeah, I know they're doing well. Yeah, so ended up playing in their tournament up on Cape Cod, the Cotter Classic. I played with my friend August. Uh, great, great event. You know, we we finished one over the winner. It was a two-person scramble. I will say, I know people don't think it's much more difficult. Like, a two-person scramble is so much harder it's than a four-person hard. scramble. I'd rather do a two-man best ball than a two-man scramble. Oh, I disagree with that completely. But I also I can't hit the I can't hit off the tee. I don't know. So. I feel like I feel like it's too much strategy and two man scramble to only get one chance, like two mm. chances out of it. I don't know. Because uh, I'm, I'm much better scrambling <laughs> than than uh, my own ball than than I feel like just two man. I feel, I, I mean my one of my only experiences was, was Mike's tournament that he put together, and Brennan and I didn't do so hot, so I'm out on two sure man did. <laughs> Yeah, we won the three man scramble though. Me, you, me, you, and Jimbo. We won the three man scramble. That's true. Well, it's because anytime you put Jimbo and I together, forget it. It's like it's, it's not be fair. A, it's not fair. Dub. It's a big dub. Miss, Miss Jimbo, but so, but you played the Chamawa for the Cape Cod Golf Guys tourney. Yeah, and then I played the second one yesterday. Um, or sorry, on Monday at Ch- at Chemi at Chamawa. Oh. Mm-hmm. Uh, the other one was at Pocasset, so I got to meet our boy the Greenskeeper as well. That oh, was wonderful. Man. He's you want to talk about an absolute character, that man. He, that man. He, he is someone uh, I think like someone I need to meet in person because he is like this like mythical god to me. Cause I'm like, <laughs> I had a Zoom call with him and I'm like, I'm all in on this guy. And then like I, I feel like I am gonna be starstruck just when I see him. He is exactly <laughs> who you think he would be. He's like, exactly that's and that's how I hope him to be. Yes. It's just the greenskeeper like i just like he I'm is a, he's a mythical creature there. like that's all yeah. you can say that's that's definitely one of my favorite he's pods. a mythical <laughs> creature that makes the gophers go away <laughs> yeah, yeah stop and stop and shop cake guy yeah <laughs> um I, can't. I know you I, I know you guys make fun of me because i don't watch you know the podcast back when i was on my parental leave um <laughs> but, Mike, uh, we literally I, put in code words <laughs> but <laughs> i did i did watch that one and I want to meet that guy, and I wish that <laughs> I wish, I, wish, I, wish, I want to meet the greenskeeper, dude. Right? He, that was a good. Uh, he was he was fun to listen to. He he just if if you know you said what do you do for for work? I I think I would have guessed greenskeeper. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, and it, it's so funny because uh, I I remember like we had him on, and him obviously being. Uh, a Massachusetts guy and like and we're all from from New England area and we like I feel like we slip into our accents a lot more when you're surrounded by people with that accent. oh yeah and who are we I forget who we were talking to like a couple podcasts later they were like I listened to that and I had no idea what you guys were even saying he's like I couldn't <laughs> understand like your thick accents and uh, or just like a lot of our like local like oh you've been there you've been to this oh court, been yeah that, I think that was Brian I think that was Brian Skavnak from yeah. from Minnesota I think he was like he's like I didn't even know like you <laughs> I was like what were you guys even talking about yeah, it was like, like yeah. we were just talking about straight Massachusetts stuff. yeah <laughs> yeah we forgot we were on a podcast for a second we thought we were at like the local packy or something nah we thought we were at the nines dude we were yeah, ha- really we were cool. having we were having a horseshoe ale we were eating some gold feeble wings yeah. Yeah, yeah, he was losing people again he already. Was hammering, he was hammering subtitles. Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Indistinct chatter was basically the only <laughs> subtitle that popped up. <laughs> I'm dying over here. Yeah. Oh man. So. But I mean, it was great to meet him up in, uh, and you know, I got to meet a lot of other really, really good guys um, at at their Cotter tournament in Pocasset, and then playing this week. Played at the uh, the event, Mikey. You remember Kids Day from back in the day? Yeah. 
So I played in like a fundraising event for Kids Day. Brandon, do you do you do? I thought you had a full time job. I do, but we got we got June nineteenth off. I mean, how many tourneys you got going on over there? I mean, we got the Nathan Parker coming up, so yeah, we're yeah. coming. We got, I know we I know we got to have the boys on, so that that'll be great. But we are coming for that blue jacket this year. Yeah, actually, we should get we should get that set up with those guys for we sure. We will absolutely get that set up. Like Brian's caboose is already doing so much work just to absolutely bomb the ball right Brian's- down. He's batting cleanup, or maybe I mean, maybe Bry guy chooses. I think he's. Yeah, he's, no, Bry guy chooses when Bry guy wants to go off the team. <laughs> Definitely not. Could change every hole. Could change every hole. Yeah, yeah. Wish we had a. It would. It would change because normally, if we're playing just our own ball, and I hate going first because then you have to wait for everybody else to to tee off. <laughs> like if you're playing your own ball, so first. But on some holes in a scramble, I'm gonna be like, I wanna. I want to try to grip it. You want to rip it. You want to absolutely rip it. Yeah, do not. Yeah, do not limit me. And it's me me at the end being like, all right, guess I'm taking the three went out. (laughs) Well, just just one of my, something I'll I'll remember forever is our first hole to Nathan Parker where Mike put it over, he played over the the hole behind us and through the woods and we we were uh, were like, well, we were punching through a chip. Timmy made a huge birdie putt. Was that Timmy? Timmy, right? I believe so. I, I think, or, or was yeah. it? I think. It was, oh yeah, it was. It was definitely your drive. I think it was my chip. Like yeah, we had a, through, yeah. and then I think Tim hit it. Yeah, to start. I thought Tim hit the eagle putt, or did Tim yeah. hit the birdie putt? No, we Brian, you hit the eagle putt on the next one. I think. Yes, on the next hole. Yeah. Yeah, on the next one I did. But yeah, that was. I don't know. I just, I just love like that's what I, in my head is a scramble is like okay, we got one out there, the other one who God knows where they are. But like because we have a safe ball out there, Mike was going over a par three green into trees, like hoping it gets there, cutting a 90 degree corner, and it paid off. Like somehow. Yeah. No one knows how, awesome. but somehow we had, we had everybody bent against him too. Yeah. And we had a we had a great ball in the fairway. I think Timbo cranked it out there. Yeah, he yeah. just hit a nice iron around the corner. Yeah. I think uh but but I was gonna I was gonna say sometimes if you go last and you get three bad shots before you that's also the worst spot. That's there. when you take an iron out. That's when you You're take wobbling. your iron out. You're wobbling. <laughs> You're what? Hundred percent. I'm. But but no, look at looking forward to that. I mean, Mike, you said you said you played uh, this weekend or oh we all played so we all played on on June nineteenth. Uh, Mikey was at Heather. Uh, Heather. And it was was how, that Mikey? Was that for qualifying? No, no, no. Oh, okay, because I wasn't sure if you and because I saw. It, did you play with Patello or because I just saw it pop up on eighteen B's? No, but it's like you didn't have anyone caddy for you, did you? I know. <laughs> I, I, I know Brian wants to caddy for you, but that's my job. <laughs> I have. I did take over from from you back for one. Back yes, you did. Yeah. Yes, you did. I played with Chris. Made me sad. Chris Senior at six twenty a.m. Heather. Ooh, how was that? It was great. I mean, did you go low? No, no, no. 43. I three. Can't putt. Can't putt. Um, that, was, that was big C swinging him. Big C's. He, you know, he gets around. He gets around. He's not, he's not uh, the longest hitter by any means. Hits it. Uh, right is his miss goes about, you know, 75, a hundred yards. And you know, he, you, you could tell, you could tell, uh, that uh, he's in between seasons right now between the the C's. Cause I, I, when you, when, who was it? Chris said that you guys ended up father's day, ended up watching, the u.s open and i was like there's no way big c's enjoying this but i was like but he also doesn't hey, have he, he, he likes uh, golf a lot more he now said he was like, he said he doesn't i mean i've always tried to get into it. i've always tried to get him into it but he said he did enjoy saturday watching he watched a good amount of the u.s open which mm-hmm. he and then he watched some sunday with me but he's not into it as much as i am but i uh i did want to say i got out to Agawam today me and my neighbor tj you guys know tj yeah tj is- great guy unbelievable guy <laughs> gotta send him this link um me and him were like just chit-chatting until 2 30 a.m last night like he comes over around midnight because i like yelled across the you know the driveway to him because i saw him i don't know coming in from almost picking up his buddy at like one in the morning but his you know wife giving him a buzz and saying you know that's probably not the smartest thing to do turn your ass around so he was on the road but just for a short stint because his wife's like, don't be an idiot and came home, poured himself a nice, you know, bevy 
alcoholic bevy, little Goslin's rum and a uh, little, little Jamaican or, or something, ginger soda or, or great. I don't know. It was dynamite, <laughs> but, but regardless, like we get talking and he's Dana Quigley's son-in-law. So Brett Quigley, Dana Quigley, like Rhode Island, just golf through and through PGA champions tour. Like, you know, they have some son, Devin uh, Quigley, who was a phenomenal golfer. Um, he, he got injured in a car accident, but um, he was a phenomenal golfer and he lives right down the street with TJ's mother-in-law. Um, so, so we see him a lot. Um, but he's, he's just, uh, TJ is a great guy, great family. He has so many freaking golf clubs because he's the fucking Quigley son-in-law. He gets hand-me-down golf, everything, every fucking thing. Like just ends up in his garage, balls, gloves, clubs. So this guy's coming over like, Hey Mike, try this club, try that club. Look at this chef. Look at that chef. Like, how's this grip? Like just guys, probably take yourself off mute. You can laugh brother. We're having a good time. <laughs> but um so he comes over with pxgs like a whole set last night brendan which this is gonna tick you off because you're a pxg you know i'm not you're... a pxg hater i'm a pxg <laughs> truther there's a difference whoa well i so he gave me five six seven eight nine and wedge and i went over to agawam tonight i took the five nine and wedge and I tell you what, man. Boy, you liked them. I loved them. I think I'm selling my hoagies. I'm I'm thinking about it. You should go to the PXG, get fitted, and then sell, and then uh, and then just tell them like, here, take these Ben Hogan's. They're they're, they're <laughs> just take them away. <laughs> TJ is so such a riot. He gets my mind going. He's like, I have like this um, painter's cardboard, like that you put down on on the ground when you're painting, so the paint doesn't hit like the wood, whatever. It's like a huge ass roll. And he's like, dude, that's like a hundred bucks. Like put that on Facebook marketplace and sell that shit. I'm like, I'm like, like, that's been sitting in my garage for a year and a half. Who the hell is going to buy that? If you put it on Facebook marketplace, I can tell you for sure. Someone will buy it. Yeah, probably. But the hoagies, I got the, you know, the Hogan's and I tell you, I have not hit a five iron. My five iron with the Hogan's as as crispy as I hit that PXG tonight. I'll, I, I promise you that not to say, you so know, what my, you're saying is good old uncle TJ is going to get, going to get you a couple more PXGs over there and, and you're going to have a brand new set again. I think I might keep, he, he told me last night, I know he had a couple beverages and whatnot, but uh, he said I could have them till the day I die. I was like, all right. You Deal. Said it. <laughs> Deal. Make it, make a quick buck on the, on the irons. You know, I haven't been hitting them great, but I just so, like telling tell a little story about good old TJ. Uh, the best so, so with that just selling clubs like um obviously there's like there's a lot of trade-in websites you or you can just go to golfers warehouse and you can you can sell them to them and you see when you go there there's all yeah if you want to get ripped off you go to golfers warehouse well, so, they're like so, no so listen to this listen to this so i um my uh my birthday present in midori was she's been wanting a three wood so i was like all right we're gonna go to golfers warehouse and um like you're just gonna just start hitting hitting clubs uh three woods and like that's your your present whatever it is it could have been a stealth it could have been this year's model or it could have been anything and so what she ended up um hitting well was um a an m2 tailor-made m2 from what like 2013 2012 yeah like old but it was like but it was it was part of the the trade-ins and um and so uh I had a, I have a buddy that actually works there and uh, shout out Tyler um, at conference warehouse. He like, he brought, he brought the club over and it said 119, like the price was $119 for this club as a trade-in. And he goes, he goes, I can do better than that. And then, so he just, he brings it over uh, to, to, to the desk and he, he writes on a sticky note, 1999. And he puts the sticky note on the club and he goes, just tell her like you're good. Like just tell her that's the price, and uh, and you're good. So it went from a hundred nineteen dollar club to um, a nineteen ninety nine dollar. So like I was like, Nori, even if you don't even like it, then uh, you're getting it. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> we're getting, getting it. it. And and if you hit this well, then that's awesome. If not, I'll buy you whatever you need. Like, but like nineteen ninety nine. So I mean, 
it depends where you trade those in, Mikey, but you probably, because you had it, you got fitted for it. I'm sure you have like really nice shafts and um, yeah, I, hit. I mean, I'm the same way. So like, yeah, don't, I, I wouldn't recommend going on the website because they just like estimate it there, but yeah, like, they'll screw you. Yeah, they'll screw you. But it, yeah, that's the thing. I have still my old burner irons collecting dust in the basement and I'm like, I could easily just sell these and we but I just, we donated my old Cleveland irons because it's like, I mean, how many lefty, like literally not many, you know, it's not, it would be nice for them to go to, you know, they were, they were kind of a star, almost like a mid starter set anyways. So that's the thing. It's like, yeah. Do you want to go the extra effort to get like five or $20 for a set? Or do you just, just get rid of it? it? Like, I will legitimately have got, I may have had to pay pga tour superstore yeah, to take those say, cleveland's yeah exactly so it's kind of like one of those things because like obviously you want to donate clubs too because it's like you want people to use it that can't afford clubs um so but but mike you just got fitted for those i feel like you probably have some real good shafts on them yeah, yeah the shafts may be more than the freaking clubs did you get yeah. fitted at club champion mike yeah, yeah, they give you. You could, you could go trade. You could trade in there. Like they, they have a probably a really good trade in system. Yeah, no, I was thinking that too, Bry. But I also, hey, thinking of you know, TJ Gisney clubs. I'm, I'm the opposite of a hoarder. Don't know what the word is, but I love throwing shit out. And, yeah. and I, I, you know, I have clubs that I do should, not mind parting ways with. I was and say, I'm, you I'm should join with. a Facebook group like uh, Curb Alert or Everything Free rumford or whatever and you yeah. just post a picture be like yo come grab this people will come and, and take it like they'll like yeah if facebook, yeah. basically facebook marketplace but or just do here. facebook marketplace and make a little extra cash. yeah yeah do yeah i don't care what you do the listeners <laughs> care what you do with it but um that's... there's a nice little Attleboro organization then dennis walsh oversees brendan you probably mm. might so might throw some some clubs over there trying to be a good guy you know get a couple coupons Oops, tax dodge. returns, bait. Get couple, get some uh, tax returns. That's all that's that matters. True. Karma coupon. Oh man, that's good. But no, Mikey, if you get I again, I'm not if if honestly, if we have someone who joins the PXG cult on the podcast, it brings it full circle. So I'm kind of in, I'm kind of in on you having PXGs. <laughs> Dude, I I'm gonna keep hitting them. But oh, it's, it's been beautiful. It's so funny. That. Mike Mike's used to have the same ping irons for how many years? And now you <sighs> at get, least you get ten. Plan, you at least ten. And he was giving them. Already, already over. <laughs> oh, he was given to him by Brandon, who yeah. used those pro- like five for five old, years prior to giving them to Mike. <laughs> so Mike Mike had like perfected his game on those, and then now he's got a new. They were set. basically so the old ping i twos from like the uh, from like ninety eight. Might as well just go back to pings. Go go back to the clubs. Hey, I I wouldn't I wouldn't put it uh I wouldn't be you know. Go over to TJ and ask him for some pings instead. <laughs> but these, no, these PXGs, I the five iron that I hit, I'm in on them. I'm 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 gonna I'm gonna keep working them. See see how we we do. I I like my driver. I like my hybrid. I like my wedges. You know, irons up for interpretation. Excellent. Well, Mikey, you know what those are going to come in for handy for? Hazy, hazy Fridays when we start that back up, baby. Back up. Need to start that back up. Oh, I cannot wait for some hazy Fridays. That's for sure. But I, I was, we... I was saying, um, just Agawam. I know we were saying yonder before, been peppering at night. Hell yeah! <laughs> Hell getting yeah! Over, getting over there around eight o'clock. And one of the nice parts is two boys is this weekend. Rhode Island golf kind of takes uh, some print, you know, New England golf in general takes center stage with the travelers going on. But one of the most prestigious amateur golf tournaments in America, the Northeast amateur yeah. back at Juana Moisit this weekend, baby. Mm-hmm. Saw, the, saw the signs out. Mikey, if you don't got, I mean, Mikey, if Mikey and Bry guy, if you don't got anything going on Saturday, it's the final round free admission. Really? You just show up, just show up. That's what I it would, says. I would definitely go. I'm not around. I'm in New York, but I would have definitely oh. gone. I was actually bummed to drive because every time, not every time, but a lot of times when I come home, I take the scenic route around Juana Moisa because there's nothing better looking oh, it's at. It's so pretty. It's beautiful. And I saw the, I was like, I saw young kids like teeing off and like 
um, just drove around the corner and kept driving and saw like signs for the Northeast Dam. And I'm like, oh, I'm away this weekend. It's back, it's baby. It's probably probably good that you're you're getting out of there. It might be a little, a little hectic. Mm. Yeah. I'm on the other side, like the other side though. So it doesn't get as impacted, but yeah, I'm sure. Uh, if, if need be, I'm leaving my car at your house. <laughs> yeah, no, I was going to say, I, I would, we could have grabbed a coffee and walked there, but uh, mm. you just definitely can leave your cars in my house. Well, I will let you know on that side, Mikey, because you know, my, my little Ford escape, maybe, maybe in that drive is, is Bryn going with, I mean, is the fam going with you to New York? I might, I might, yeah, fam's going. Might ask you actually. Might ask if you do it for a favor. Might have to ask you for a favor. You got to water my lawn. <laughs> oh, I'll water your lawn. I've been, I've been growing that. Grass. I've been I've been working my tail off. So love uh, that. It's growing, baby. We fucking love it. It's growing. Oh yeah, that's all. I, I wouldn't ask you to water my lawn. No, you're well, fine. I, I may. Yeah, I may I do it anyways, walk. Mikey. If I'm over there, I may do yeah. it anyways. Yeah, I'll come over when you're home. <laughs> and do it. let me know which looks better one year you know 15 beaumont and don't be don't be afraid to offend me uh wani <laughs> <laughs> i haven't seen beaumont yet recently so wani <laughs> oh, <free. laughs> oh, i'll tell well, you no. oh well boys as always absolutely loved uh, absolutely love talking to you can't wait Cannot wait for the next time we do this. Tim, you were missed this weekend, and that's okay. But we'll that's all right. We'll get you, Timbo. Love you, kid. Let's hop on that Nathan Parker classic. And, you know, Brenda, you cut it. You cut it earlier. So. <laughs> I didn't cut it yet. It's still going. <laughs> you were about to cut it. I was. <laughs> <laughs> that's okay all right everyone get on all out right. there dub it Brent. up let it fly we're good i gotta go to bed <laughs> <laughs>